0: Hi, folks. Um, No warnings, content warnings this week, other than what's about to follow. I mean, the usual about to follow, which is that we have animals. Oh, yeah. And it's daylight out. And so the roosters will crow. The Sergei is on my desk giving me grief. And the dog has been trying to climb up into Ursula's cleavage which is a feat considering how big the dog is.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. My cleavage is also sizable, but it is not 70-pound dog sizable. No.
0: Uh, The other thing to mention at this point in time... I mean,
1: you could probably strangle a chihuahua in here, but not... not uh, Yeah, anyway.
0: If I was a chihuahua, that may be how I'd want to go.
1: Well, there we go.
0: Which, you know, uh, does lead me to... um, the other warning, which is that we swear a lot. Hi, Orange Cat. Please don't come up here to abuse Sergey while I'm recording. And the, yeah. Uh, often we swear at the cats. Yes. Because it's just, the, especially Sergey. Oh, Mostly he's leaving.
1: Sergey, honestly.
0: Yeah. He's, he's leaving because Orange no, Cat no, is No, you here. don't anyway. need to
1: follow Sergey.
0: So, uh, welcome to Productivity Alchemy. Episode 260. Um, sorry. Hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 260. Um, I have a interview with Wendy Pasilico, which is awesome. A, uh, a former professional golfer. Oh, cool. Um, as well as uh, now has a uh, a book out. And it's... You know, it's really cool, so I can't wait to share that with everyone. Oh, so let's see. My productivity has mostly been in managing projects and working through some, some grindy bits, uh, some toil this week. So, you know, hey, here's a thing that needs to be run, and it takes forever, and it causes other things that I need to clean up after, and blah, blah, blah. And then um, last week I had what turns out to be a pretty important project dropped on my lap. And so wrestling with that and trying to get everything in order so that it's not just a reactionary mess, but also like we have deadlines, we have plans, we we don't have to worry about doing the wrong thing, all of that. That's been uh, basically... um, the last three days so far this week. Really, it has. Um, oh, and I uh, I found a new uh, really good couple of plugins, some really, just, well, not a new, several new uh, really good plugins for Obsidian, uh, which is becoming rapidly like my note-taking, my note-holding, my second-brain-holding like tool of choice, and it's actually... Pretty good. Um, And, uh, uh, yeah, no, I like it a lot. And I'm using it every day, which is an important thing. So, um, yeah, so all that. Um, I I don't really know what else to say. I mean, we have a new chicken. Yes. Showed up randomly on Saturday and has been, you know, moved into a coop and is... Today treated is her-
1: for, for worms, quarantined for a yeah. while, and has now been released into general population.
0: Yeah, where she seems to be doing fine, other than the fact that the roosters all want to be with her, because she is, uh, she's a pretty chicken, and she's docile. I mean, she's really docile. I, I went out and I, I was able to pick her up, no problem. Um, unlike some of the others. I mean, she's not running over to jump on me like the Orpingtons do, or like the the uh, Bantam Cochins do the new Bantam Cochins, uh, but she's you know if if I read I can just reach out and pick her up and she generally doesn't run away in a panic the way pot pie does which I think is a positive.
1: It's um, uh, and and for people who are not like plugged into chicken world, uh, we do not live in a place where there are feral chickens. So uh, right. even assuming that she was not extremely docile and also had a leg band. Uh, we would assume that she is a a chicken from somewhere, yes, but uh, she was in pretty bad shape
0: she yeah crop empty, uh, definitely looking a little dehydrated. I do not necessarily agree with the assessment that <clears throat> uh, deworming needed to be applied immediately to to save the chicken's life, but then again, uh, deworming is shepherd's religion. yes. And so, you know, but we, we did it just in case.
1: And she had either been uh, uh, on her own for quite a while, which, frankly, I find unlikely mm. because chickens that are on their own around here tend to vanish very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and the ones who don't are jumpy. So jumpy. And she is not jumpy. mm so, uh, and some of my readers on Twitter were like, well, you know, there's a thing where when a chicken is older, and this is an older hen, uh, oh, you yeah. can tell by the length of the spurs, that, and they aren't laying anymore, people, uh, backyard chicken owners will dump them in the country.
0: And personally, I think that people are terrible.
1: Yes, and, and people do that with dogs and cats, too. Yep. And uh, it is a good thing I do not rule the world, because uh, there would be some... Perhaps disproportionate punishments for that uh, yeah, but uh, so our guess is somebody dumped their chickens. Yeah. someone said you should look around see if there's more, but that was the day after, and even if there had been, there wouldn't be
0: It was just yeah, and anyway it was it was just her there would have been evidence of more.
1: Yes, and she—it uh, it is entirely possible someone dumped her somewhere nearby, and she heard uh, the the Kevin's chickens oh, and yeah. came to come see them because that was where she was. She was standing right outside one of the enclosures, like hi. Uh,
0: not just hi, but like actively trying to find her way in. She was doing the the thing where. Where if, it, when it, one of the chickens gets out, they they try to, like, they they probe trying to find a weak spot they can crawl under or whatever. She was actively doing that.
1: Yes. So, uh, she's... Yeah? Yeah. So, new temporary friend became permanent friend because, you know, yeah. these things happen. And yeah. uh, she is probably at least three or four because mm-hmm. uh, hens don't get spurs like that until they're older. Yeah. So there's a good chance that she either doesn't lay anymore or lays once in a blue moon, but that's fine. She can live out chickeny retirement yeah. with us. We are yeah. we are happy to to be her retirement home.
0: Yeah, she looks like, uh, as far as I can tell, she's uh, likely a California white. She's smaller, but um, doesn't seem to be. You know, she's talkative in the way chickens are talkative and she's inquisitive the way chickens are inquisitive and she was like oh finally the door's open and, and came out and then had to run away immediately because pot pie was like i want some of that <clears throat> because pot pie's just like that
1: pot pie's a bit of a horn dog
0: yeah um so yeah that's that's that that was like the biggest thing uh, i mean i did have a vasectomy last week and oh yeah yeah i didn't feel a thing thanks to both the valium and the local anesthetic i love them going now when they were giving me the local this might hurt and i'm like and and they're like you didn't even flinch and i'm showing them like the tattoos in my elbow pits going yeah that's that was nothing
1: I mean, (laughs) tattooing is one thing, getting poked in the scrotum is another thing, but nevertheless, we're...
0: Yeah, I'm sure the Valium helped with that, too. (laughs) Oh, probably. (laughs) Um, So I'm recovering from that. I spent most of the weekend with an ice pack on my junk. Um, That was... I I, I was going to say that was exciting, but it wasn't exciting. It was kind of boring. Um, I got a lot of reading done. That's where I did a lot of research and and playing around with Obsidian, um, and uh, and so you know I'm I'm in recovery phase right now, which is uh, I don't get to lift anything over ten pounds for like several more days, and need to just sort of take it easy. Um, so, but yes, that is uh, uh, something I wanted to get done. Like last year, I was. Th- thinking I should do it for my 50th birthday and then I was and then you know COVID um, and then uh, well we know what happened in June and July so here in the states so it's like you know what let's just fix things and uh, yeah no and I, I don't need to to you know if, if it had given me the ability to just curl in a ball and lick myself for, you know, hours on end. I might have been, you know, like a neutered dog. I might have been, okay, whatever. But uh, no, it didn't. So
1: You're you're supposed to put a cone on them so they don't do that. Well, I meant
0: like in there after, you know, months after, not like dogs spend an order amount of time licking their junk. I don't know why.
1: They don't have toilet paper.
0: Okay, that's fair. So yeah, no, then maybe I don't want to, you know, do that. Um, Also,
1: I would prefer not to like walk into the bedroom and find that going on. That would just be kind of awkward.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm still amused by the the sheet of paper they gave us on my way out. The one that said in big letters, uh, "You are still dangerous for up to," and you know, just like here, here's the, you know, the explanation of how long until you need to get tested and the percentages of of you know that some do not work uh and have to be redone and then finally in all bold um no what was it no No sex
1: no sports sex yeah
0: and no mowing the lawn
1: i'm like i'm telling you they know their demographic
0: and i'm like I, i get Having to have the sex and sports, but the mowing the lawn one I'm like that is that is so specific that is that is kind of like in uh when we're talking to people about you know during the prop check saying we don't want to have to make a rule named after you
1: no i I think yeah. that frankly in your a in the aging white dude bracket okay uh which is uh you figure like. a a large uh, chunk of the people getting a vasectomy, probably Mm. aging straight white dude. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, you, uh, uh, I mean, bi dudes would still get a uh, need to get one, but, um, yeah, I'm going to guess that mowing the lawn is a lot more common than sports.
0: Uh, yeah, quite possibly. (laughs) Um, frankly, I, I, was not a big fan of mowing the lawn I mean, it it was one of those tasks that, you know, had a definite start and finish, so there was some satisfaction to it but overall I'm just like I have to spend two hours being hot and sweaty so that the, you know, this terrible lawn that I don't like very much doesn't you know, get and I'm putting this in air quotes ugly so, whatever um but, yeah, when I think about, it, like, my grandfather uh, on my mom's side was, you know, it was very important that the lawn be taken care of. Um,
1: the uh, the the lawn as status symbol is, uh, there There have been many, many research papers on it.
0: Yeah, and uh, honestly, I'm glad that ours is gone and is nothing but garden. I think it looks better, um, and it's helping the bees, and I don't have to maintain it like... With large amounts of effort every week. So, <laughs> uh, so your week has been also exciting. Well, your week has been more exciting than mine. I mean, other than the fact that you got to deal with high as, high as fuck Kevin on Friday.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know if it's been exciting. It's been... Um, today is one of those everything is going wrong and taking too long days. And, you know, and everybody wants me to do something and yeah, it's, it's just been a day. Yeah. Um, and I did do one good thing in the last week. Uh, I, uh, like hired a share of the personal assistant that some writer friends of mine Uh, use and and I don't know how to play. I mean, he's like it's twenty bucks an hour. I'll tell you how long it takes me to answer uh the the chunk the 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 emails that are uh, yeah that take me an eternity to deal with and which I which frequently fall off and I ignore them (laughs) and it's it's okay, hound.
0: I that that's either Jacob putting away the dishes or um. Or maybe the Amazon delivery that's supposed to show up today coming.
1: And uh Yeah. So that was a good thing. That was awesome. And then the studio the ceiling in my studio collapsed. Uh yeah, that was uh Monday.
0: That was that was exciting.
1: Yeah, the AC line lo- the air conditioning unit had been filled with white slime. Yep. A that's I know what the
0: badge code is this week.
1: And uh it stopped, and it, like, overflowed, so then it was dripping, and then the, you know, uh, and it's right over my studio, and so the back corner of my studio ceiling fell in.
0: Oh, it's even better than that. It's not directly over your studio. It was leaking into the space that joins the garage to the main house, and then dripping into your studio. Uh Ah. So... Like, yeah, and so that was an expensive um, clean out by the very nice people who maintain our HVAC, HVAC, and um, we're getting a new filter that will help prevent the buildup of the bacteria that causes the white slime, which is also reasonably expensive, but I'll take it.
1: I mean, compared to having the ceiling fallen. So now, yes, there's lots of fans on it and once So that it dries out, yeah. It's suitably dry. We will cut out the afflicted ceiling board and
0: And put up new ones.
1: Put up new ceiling, which Kevin assures me is a thing we can do at home. Oh, I yeah. assume it will just be ugly,
0: but It will be ugly, yeah. It it's like we already have ugly patches in other parts of, of the house. It's so. true. If we ever want to sell, what we'll probably want to do is have somebody come in and just be like, Yeah, fix that and paint it, please. Yes. Um,
1: Send us your best Spacklemeister.
0: Yes. Because we suck. But we're not gonna leave a hole in the ceiling until that point in time. Right. That that's just excessive. Yeah, that, that, um, that
1: would that would not be Yeah. There are there are certain limits. Uh, so yeah, it's just been it, it's been kind of a week. I mean it's been a month yeah right? July has just not been amazing for any of us yeah in um, in a lot of regards, although you did get a new chicken vasectomy out of it so. yes I
0: did yes i did and uh there there are other things coming up i was on um I was on the librarian punk podcast this week um I'll link to that um
1: Oh, uh, we were on the the uh, Dragon Talk. I don't think
0: that's actually come out yet.
1: Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, we will be on it. Yeah. It'll, whenever it comes out, we'll be on it. And, yeah, uh, I
0: thought it was today, but...
1: I mean, I did have a book come out this month, which is awesome. And yes, you it, did. It's a bestseller, which is awesome. Which
0: is awesome, yeah. But,
1: uh, I mean, okay, it's number 96 on the list, so I, I'm not like... <laughs> hey. I'm not, this is not a uh, Ursula Retires to the Bahamas bestseller, but
0: and even if you retired to the bahamas you'd still write
1: oh probably yeah
0: i mean it's it's a thing that uh, as as i've noticed writers seem don't seem to when writers retire it means they don't like accept contracts for x number of books it means that they
1: they just write the book they want to write and then they're like you want to publish this
0: yeah do you want to pay me for this no okay <laughs> Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I don't actually expect you to stop anytime soon.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's just been uh, just lots of little things. Not that COVID was a little thing, or yeah. uh, uh, the ceiling falling in that was not a little thing, but just things like you know the, the spam filters eating stuff from my agent, and this other thing is is uh, Discord decided it channel i was using for a a thing is now 18 is suddenly 18 only and ios devices can't access it apparently they did that to a lot of people yesterday what and it's not i missed that one yeah it's not even remotely an adult channel it's not like this is a porn channel this is like a, a, a visual algorithm generation thing and everybody's like the what now and the only way to get to it is to send Discord a photo of my driver's license to prove I am over 18. I'm like, you have got to be fucking shitting me in this day and age. Yeah. And, uh...
0: God, now I have to go check to see if, like... <clears throat> they, so, yeah. you know, mm-hmm.
1: everything, it, it's just, everything it's is being a lot. Yeah. And none of it is, is earth-shakingly ending. It's just Everything is being a lot.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, 2022, I think a lot of us can agree can just fuck off right into the sun.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not putting it on 2022's feet. July has been rough.
0: July has been rough. Yeah.
1: 2022 has has so far, leaving aside the world situation, which has certainly been a lot, uh, has been personally fine. And I, I see that. You know. Yeah. I feel, the problem is that, like, I feel we're just going to be in a constantly escalating, okay, every year is worse than the last then thing, and yeah. uh, and that makes me feel way too much like a Russian peasant, you know, the joke. <laughs> uh, how was the year? Average. Not as good as last year, but better than next year. Yeah. So anyway, mm. uh, you have an interview, however. I, I, I
0: do. Um... That is
1: not average.
0: No, it is not. Um, so, uh, it's kind of awesome. Um, Winda, uh, Wendy Pasilico uh, is the author of, um, uh, or the owner of Living Your June, um, which is a coaching website. And uh, we sat down and we talked about how she stays productive, um, her, a little bit of her past as a professional golfer, um, you know uh, all kinds of good stuff and it was a great conversation and I'll have that for you right after this I am here today with Wendy and Wendy has graciously agreed to come talk to us about how she stays productive and a whole bunch of other stuff I'm sure. So Wendy, can you introduce yourself significantly better than I just did and tell us about what you do?
2: Okay, so my name is Wendy Basilico. I currently am running a coaching business, um, really about, I would say I coach, but it's really a movement. It's called live your June. Uh, I really am about mindset. I believe, um, there's only three things we can train. It's our bodies, our craft and our mind, and somehow it gets neglected. So it's a real passion of mine. Um the reason I the name if you, mm-hmm. if you I don't know if you want me to go there but like live your june to me is about living your imprint. So okay. your imprint and my imprint are completely different because we are born to be a, we're born with an essence a, a innate way of being. We have our own nature and how do you really make your old own bold imprint in the world to help future generations and that's what it's about my dad's name was joe jr my daughter is joseph joseph basilico june and so it's called live your June. so that's what it's called Um, but yeah that and i just a little background of myself Uh is i played um i've been very athletic in my journey and i took up golf at the age of 29 played professional golf and morphed into um teaching golf for 10 years and i kind of got tired to teach and this is what this coaching business has brought me to so originally Mm -hmm. from new york um travels i've lived many places um on the west coast park city utah and um Mm -hmm. tahoe arizona but um my home roots are new york
0: yeah and uh yeah my my roots are are here in North Carolina but I spent a couple of years in New York and uh I I did love it but it turned out to just not be for me which I know it's not for everybody right Yes yes Um so with all that going on right cuz you've got your your work uh obviously you you've got uh, uh some at least one child um all that stuff how do you keep yourself organized
2: So it's, you know, I'm also, I, I, am a different, I'm definitely not a type A. So I'm going (laughs) to, so for me, um, organization's always been a challenge, but it doesn't mean you can't find your own way. So for me, organization comes really from a a state of energy and way of being. So I start really, um, with my days, for instance, uh, I do my morning walk or so my morning routine mm-hmm. really starts off actually in the PM routine. So how I okay. start my evening is mm-hmm. so important in how I set my day for the, for the day in the morning. Okay. So that, that is a huge part of my organization is like having mm-hmm. a PM routine that sets me up for success for the morning.
0: Okay. Um, any special tools or things you use for that?
2: So, well, my, my tool is, uh, yes, a lot of questions questions about, um, when it comes to the morning, I have very intentional questions around, Mm -hmm. um, ways to challenge myself and this is not your typical productivity. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm challenging yourself as, um, being intentional with who you want to be, how you want to challenge yourself, how you want to, uh, interact with someone Mm-hmm. that might need you um how you can find more stillness um is it a breath is it like when you get and when you get off your off track what do you what's your tool so for right. me i do a lot of breath work mm-hmm. um so i might just um take you know 10 deep breaths where i take more um more seconds ex- exhaling than inhaling so this is right, more right. about me creating the energy to be productive because that affects right. how I o- operate. So I'm giving you the basics of like setting up my day for success.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Um, which actually sort of naturally falls into the, into the, the next question, because obviously you've, you've built a series of habits around that very specific thing. Um, so like, what other systems and habits go into that?
2: So the habits that really—it's—it it sounds crazy. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, we live our days, your day, mm-hmm. my day, your listeners' days. All we have like little categories or little blocks.
0: Right. Um, right.
2: A big habit of mine, for instance, mm-hmm. today I did my walk, or and I had to do some videos for my work. So right. before I start that, my habit uh-huh. is like really being intentional. Like what do I want to get done here without getting the distractions? Uh-huh. So I am very, um, cause I can easily, like we all can get pulled
1: looking right, at, right. A phone,
2: looking at, uh, emails in the midst of thinking we're doing a video or a project. Right. So right. my habit really is when I'm, trying to get something I have something blocked off to get done which I did this morning. it's really keeping that I go into it like okay, this is my time so I'm, I will I will um, usually do a 50 minute block. Mm-hmm. So I will time it, mm-hmm. get as much done as I can. And then that 50 minute, I usually put a clock on and then that timer goes. And then I take a break for 10 minutes for my brain to reset. And if I need to go in and it's funny, the history of, or the science behind it is like having a break is, and I'm sure, you know, this is oh yeah. super beneficial because you know, those people that want to grind, grind, grind for three hours straight, you actually are less productive because you're actually, um, you, your brain can't handle that sustained. You need a break.
0: So Yeah. Yeah. The, um, you have just described the Pomodoro technique.
2: Yes. yes. <laughs>
0: um, although I, I, I like the idea that it's a bigger block than what is recommended. Um, because I, I myself find it takes time to get into things. And by the time, like the, the recommended 25 minutes with a five minute break, by the time I'm into that, like I've got, you know, I'm really focused, I'm going, and it's break time. And I'm like, Ew. so yeah, um, if I'm using that to really focus on something, I tend to go also for the longer periods, the, yeah. the 50 minutes, because it, it takes a little time to get into it, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Brendan Bouchard? I'm sure you have. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he talks a lot about productivity and making sure you take those breaks. Um, yeah. that allows for huge growth. I mean, like even he's like, if I'm writing a book, I've got to, I've got to take that break. Even if I'm in like mm-hmm. the best and, and we so want to, all of us want to like grind, but really, yeah. Yeah. That's breaks that help.
0: And it's, it's, it's funny. Those breaks often are needed, especially when you hit, you hit a roadblock, you hit a wall, you're really just grinding on the same thing over and over. It's, that's really a sign to take a break. Oh yeah. Right. Get, get out of the head space, come back at it fresh. Um, awesome. Um, Can I say
2: one more thing around that is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just even taking a break. I really believe in moving your body mm-hmm. because it ignites things. So I don't care if it's going for a walk or doing breath work or, but that break should have intention as well. Um, whether it's having fun, whatever, but the movement mm-hmm. of your body can ignite like for your next block or whatever you're doing. It really helps to move the body because we're always sitting, if you know.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, I actually have a sit-stand desk, so sometimes I'll use that as the – it's time to, you know, move the desk up, move it down, rearrange things a little bit, yeah. um, go out and feed the chickens because the chickens always want to be fed, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. They they always want more mealworms. It, it doesn't, you know, <laughs> um, so, so really the, the whole, the whole of it, everything you're, you're cycling around there is intentional, just very targeted, very intentional. And, you know, as you bring to your video production, you bring to this interview as you, you know, all of that, it's, uh, it's around making sure that your mind is in the right place. To yeah, go so, straight out. So like at it. I, mm-hmm.
2: I reference this to me playing golf. If mm-hmm. I just roll into a tournament and I mm-hmm. don't have intention around how I want to prepare for the the you know warm up, or mm-hmm. I'm never going to perform well. So right. I have to either either it's pre pre shot routine, it's pre tournament mm-hmm. routine. All that matters, and this is no different than being productive productive in your day whether it's work whether it's kids whether it's whatever you getting really intentional about what you're trying to do is so so important for your brain to know so it can hit hit the target so i mean that is i always think of golf like that because we can get caught i can't play i play can't play good golf if i'm not in the present moment. And same with you. Like if you're not going to perform or do this, this podcast, like if we're not in the present moment, we're not going to have a good conversation.
0: Yeah. And I also, when I'm doing something like this, um, I tend to set, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's, uh, uh, like I'm all, all on Mac, Macs and iPhones and, and my Apple watch and all that. And I'll turn off notifications. Yeah, for an hour, just specifically say, you know, I'm focusing now, don't interrupt me. And that way, it helps maintain my attention. And it helps me maintain that uh, intent to focus on the thing I'm doing and not necessarily, Oh, there's a new email. Oh, there's a new message on Slack. Oh, there's a, you know, if I need to focus, I need to literally turn all that off. And I think more people need to do that or feel they're empowered to do that.
2: Yes, yes. I totally agree. It's there's so much coming at us.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So let's let's dig in a little bit to that daily routine. Right. Um, What does a typical day look like? Because now we've referenced you do this in the morning and you do some of your stuff the evening, the night before. But there's a gap now. (laughs) There's a gap. There's a gap. Yeah. So So um, do you want me to go
2: through my morning routine or do you want me to.
0: Uh, or or you don't have to do the whole morning routine, but like, what does a typical day look like? You know, you've got typical the morning day, routine. It. Yeah.
2: So I, I'll start. Um, I won't start in the PM, but PM is really important. But mm-hmm. for me, it's I've got to get my sleep. So that's why I say the PM routine is so important.
0: Because right. Because right. if I do
2: not get to bed in time, like I won't start my day off on the right foot. So being, that being said, I woke up at, Five o'clock this morning. I'm out the door at five thirty to go for my walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got back at six thirty. For me, I, and again, my time is limited because I have a nine-year-old and uh,
0: she's <laughs> Oh yeah.
2: But I, I will either there's, I will choose on my time. So whether mm-hmm. I can do a yoga like ten minute, um, or I will be very intentional about my day. So I look over what I have going on. I, I will block. I will definitely pick the one thing that needs to get done. So how okay. I do this? Um, I actually dump my brain dump.
0: Mm-hmm. Anything
2: that's on my head, it could be. Um, oh, I got to call the doctor. Or I got to do this, and I just dump everything out what, to get it off out of my head. And then yep. I circle the top three things that I want to accomplish today. And it could be little, it could be big, but I usually have the one main needle mover, mm-hmm. but then it could be like two other phone calls. But if I get those done, it makes me feel accomplished. It sounds crazy. yeah. I can get 10 things done, but what happens I feel for me mm-hmm. or the my clients is they get overwhelmed with their list of to-do yep. and then they don't even know what to do. So I always say, get it out of your head mm-hmm. and then circle the things that are like a necessity and I'm talking three things and then know the number one thing that needs to get done. And that's the first thing you're going to do. So, so based on my routine is get that really clear on what my day looks like Mm -hmm. from the blocks to the one thing I want to accomplish. Then I, I have my daughter, I eat healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But once like right now I had a client at nine and like, I would say not, I have my window of work from nine uh-huh. to three and it varies because I do a lot of different things. Um But I always, my daughter again <laughs> comes into uh-huh. play and that it's really, I have found, um, To really get, it goes back to either distractions or whatever. To really, Mm -hmm. if we're in work mode, it's work mode. If we are in in connection mode, then I have to connect with my daughter. Because how many times Mm -hmm. do we get sidetracked? So my day is really 9 to 3. Mm -hmm. Then it's my daughter time where I try and do something fun. Right now we're doing, she wants to play tennis. Yesterday we went for a walk, she biked with me. So I try (laughs) to connect with Mm -hmm. somebody. And then, really, I'm like shut off. No phone after five at, at p.m., um, which is not easy. No, and that's like the goal because and then we have dinner. We're usually in bed. Sounds crazy, but like getting ready for bed around eight, and then we we have been reading. So our goal is to read ten Ooh. pages a day. Um. And that was our shutdown. We don't really watch a ton of TV at all. So we're not TV people. Um, we just maybe weekends, maybe sports, but mm-hmm. the day is really like work in the middle, daughter, connect, mm-hmm. food, and then the 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 nighttime I think it's like how ha- to me, the more I can unwind and get myself mm-hmm. clear, um, and reading something intentional with my daughter, it's like the way we do
0: it. So now this is completely off script, but I have to know, what are y'all reading right now?
2: So it's crazy. We read um, the Alchemist just recently. Um, Oh yeah. She loves, she loved it and she's only nine. So that's uh, a journey of a a guy trying to find himself really. And it's, it's a great book if if someone hasn't read that. And then I just started um, the way of integrity and I forget the author of that, um, but it's, I think Oprah kind of got me thinking of it, but basically it's a we No, Oprah just put it on her list and I hadn't heard of it, but it's really about mm-hmm. what I believe with live your June. It's, it's mm-hmm. how we live with integrity. If we say we're going to do it, like, do you really stay true to your word, true to yourself? Right. And sometimes, you know, we say we're going to lose weight or we say we're going to finish a project or, and you know, all that has to do with what your, your whole podcast is all about Mm -hmm. is productivity.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. One of the things that I've had to explain once or twice is, is it's not about like the big P I mean, even though it says so in the title, but like the big P productivity, you have to be Mm -hmm. busy. Busy is not productive. It's about, you know, finding what works for you and then and the whole flow right to get and, done what you believe needs to get done
2: and i think you said it the word flow i mean mm-hmm. the goal i think again is we're all like you can hear all your your podcasts, uh, other information it's like what resonates with you to have the flow within yourself to be productive mm-hmm. and do something good for yourself in the world
0: yeah yeah and uh and it it takes a lot of intention to do that mm-hmm. which you've talked a lot about so intention 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 um
2: it's funny that you're saying that because you know i I've <laughs> do, i'm doing a be intentional challenge next week so but ah yes i cuz i'm a big believer we that is not a habit that's talked about
0: mm-hmm. all right and then you uh, you read You unwind, you disconnect, and then that way you hopefully are fresh for the next morning and ready to go. Yeah,
2: I think um, if I were to do anything else that I Mm -hmm. haven't mentioned is really getting clear with what you have control over and what you want to delegate or leave on the side, like not do today. Yeah. And then the stuff you can eliminate, it goes back to distractions. Like what can you, cause I just, I think our worlds are so full uh, and how do we eliminate the things that aren't serving? And it really can help shape your day to be more productive when you can do that.
0: Simple. Oh, yeah. And it's so hard to do, but yeah, um, it is, it is very powerful when you have the ability to say, this is not, this is not good for me. This isn't, you know, part of what I want to be doing in the world. Let's just not. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I will, I will admit sometimes that is, it is a privileged position to be able to say that because of the world we live in. But yeah, um, it is really powerful when you're able to do so.
2: And the simple question, like, um, is this, can you say no? Like, I, I think the yes, yeah. and no, we say yes to uh, people say yes to so many things is like, is it someone? And I think I'm learning this. It's like, I, if it's not a hundred percent, yes, like a green light go, it's enough. Mm-hmm. And then that will alleviate things in your day. Give you the space to do the things you need to do.
0: Yeah. Um, or as, uh, as my, uh, one of my former guests who's actually my cousin said, um, she had to learn to say no. And part of it was realizing that saying no was giving someone else an opportunity to Mm. say yes.
2: Yeah. I love that.
0: I, yeah, that that one, that was, I think like somewhere in the first year and I've just slowly, I've been, I've been like trying to do more of that because if I take on everything, then I'm not letting other people grow. I'm not letting other people. Right. So. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now are we ready for the fun questions? I mean they're all oh, fun yeah. but... all right um so the first the the first one I enjoy these that's why I call them the fun questions. Um, what is the best advice you have been given and or in addition to I have to qualify all of that um the best advice you would give somebody else
2: is really be okay with being different um my When I played professional golf, my first cut I made, I played with a girl named Lorena Choa. She was 20. I was 30. And she she was number one amateur in the world from Mexico. And I didn't know who she was. And we ended up being friends um, that year for like six weeks. We hung out. I learned from her. Uh I was 30, like, But her one thing, she wrote me a letter as she got her card for the LPGA. She wrote me a letter saying, in order to be extraordinary, you can't follow the path of others. You have to be your own and be different. And it's okay to be different.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to like that one. That one's that's wow. That's great. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh i i'm i'm making a note cuz i can't transcribe the whole thing by i i do everything by hand on the on the the, the the digital pad here and it's like i can't get that quote down fast enough i'm going to have to come back and re and and read out cuz that's just that's just so powerful um wow and uh as you can see i'm not exactly one to uh to toe the normal line myself so <laughs> that one really that. resonates I, that's
2: yeah why i love it I mean, yeah. we all, we all have to live into our, our unique difference.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, anything else in the advice category or is that like the, cause that's just, wow.
2: So I think it's like being your unique difference, but also like looking at the people that have made their mark on you it could be mm-hmm. parents, families. family someone that you look up to someone who's living or past that like, what was it that they, why did you like, what made you want to gravitate to them? What made you go, wow, that, that guy, that person is something different about them. Like what was it and learn from that and like, and take a piece of that into your uniqueness.
0: Yeah. Cause we, we often, I mean, I try not to, but I know we often take for granted the people who influence, influence us or inspire us or things like that. And we don't really examine either why or, mm-hmm. you know, just taking the time to say thank you, even mm-hmm. if it's just like a fan letter. Um, mm-hmm. I saw my high school, uh, my favorite high school English teacher at my 30 year reunion two years ago. And was able to tell her how much she had inspired me, and and you know all of that. It's a really powerful feeling, right? And
2: we don't, we don't exactly. I think you said it nailed it. It's like we don't mm-hmm. take the time. We don't yeah. take the time to either really like think about what that what that person did, and then actually express it. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. Now for the. Sad, but often easy question. Mm. At least it depends on your approach. Um, How do you deal with failure or when you miss a goal?
2: Oh, gosh. Well, I don't really think of it like failure, first of all. Mm -hmm. Um, I think of it as growth. And if I didn't, basically, I always look at moments of struggle. Mm
0: -hmm. that
2: didn't go the way I thought. It should have been or um, it usually I always say it's if you believe in God or the universe or whatever, it's always nudging us in a direction that we're meant to go. So I always mm-hmm. think there's always a silver lining in those moments. Um, and if we miss the growth or the lessons, um, usually something else will come back and hit us again. So I really <laughs> think it's failure. I don't, I look, I look at it as we're always evolving and in order to go be extraordinary, you actually have to fall down, um, and embrace no, if you're, if you're, if you really are, want to be extraordinary, you have to embrace mm-hmm. that, those moments that, that, that's has to happen.
0: Uh, Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, uh, my personal experience with, if you you miss something, the universe will continue to nudge you in a direction. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the woman I'm married to right now, um, I met in the space of two weeks at a party, um, a, a goth club, and a friends like game night. Mm-hmm. And it it took those three things for the for it to sink into. the... I think the universe may be trying to tell me something. <laughs> um, yeah. You know,
2: and yeah, yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. I love it.
0: Yeah. When I when
2: I was playing golf, I Mm -hmm. uh, you know I never made it to the LPGA. I played for seven years in my thirties, but it brought me somewhere else. So, so Mm -hmm. those paths. I always feel like extraordinary paths don't have a a solid line. There's always a zigzag, and it's whether you're willing to ride the wave of of the journey. You know.
0: Oh yeah. All right, other side of the coin. Mm. Happy, sometimes difficult for people. Um, do you celebrate your successes, and if so, how?
2: Gosh, you know it's funny. This has been this has come up, mm-hmm. and I think I have to be honest. Like I don't think I do a good job at this. I'm very good at celebrating others, um, and I did think about this. Like for instance. I just did a 75 hard. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a challenge for 75 days. You, you have to do two workouts. One has to be outside for 45 minutes. So you're doing two 45 minute workouts. You are doing, um, 10 pages of reading a day. It has to be inspirational. You're, you're drinking gallon water and there was something else. Oh, no bread or cheese. And you, and you can pick Ooh. any diet you want, but you can't have and cheese yeah. and no drinking. No drinking. So the seventy-five days straight. Wow. And I did it, and and not and the drinking's not a bit problem for me. I like to exercise, like there, but it's time consuming when you have a kid, and I oh have, yeah, I have no help, and I had to juggle being outside, and we were living in the mountains in the cold, and I did it, but at the end I did not celebrate. So it was it was like I didn't have like. I had I was going on to the next thing I'm doing like there was no mm-hmm. so I have to say like how I would celebrate future because I'm I'm doing another challenge in um, in August mm-hmm. it's called twenty nine zero twenty nine where we climb um, the the distance of Everest and we have thirty six hours to do it um, so my goal is actually to go um, do something extraordinary and shut it off so mm-hmm. I can go two days. With my daughter, and just have a nice. Um, so I, you actually inspired me to um, <laughs> to plan it, mm-hmm. but I do think we don't celebrate. I don't think our. I don't think we do. I think we have a tendency in life to just keep going, 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 and forget to. Mm-hmm. And this is something I do with my clients. We always talk about what we what we love, what we what was the win, and then here yeah. I am, coach, and guess what? I could do better.
0: It's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very common. It's, it's uh, that, you know, I'm also really good at celebrating, like um, uh, my wife's an author and she was on the USA Today, 100 bestseller list, right? Not the big New York times, but like, you know, top 100, that's still a big deal. And it was really easy to be celebratory with her. Um, I finished a big project at work and I was just like, okay, that's done next. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I would say if you can, like, you know those things that you always want to do, that you always put off?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I would say, you know, you have to make, and the other thing, it has to be planned. And this is, yeah. this, I'm, I'm saying that we we could do better. But like, when you pl- when I planned the 75 hard, I should have had at the end what I wanted to celebrate with. So this right. 29, the next one, I am planning it today. That's on my list. Thank you. For
0: inspiring. Because it
2: makes you have an incentive. It's mm-hmm. an incentive. It's, a, it's something to look forward to.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, also, if you want the true Everest experience, we've never been to the top. Um, wow. But we spent the night at Rongbuk Monastery on the Tibet side wow. of Everest which is right. basically base camp one. Yeah. So the first thing, if you want the, the, the like part of the true experience, you need to cut yourself down to about 30% oxygen. Oh my God. We were exhausted the entire time. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> but, I just uh,
2: that... a mentor friend uh, that mm-hmm. she just climbed it last
0: week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy
2: When you watch a story.
0: Yeah. Um, I take it uh from the uh Nepalese side, not the Tibetan side.
2: Um yes. That was yeah. that was the side. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She I mean, when you hear her journey, it's and you see her mm-hmm. at the top without the oxygen, now you're telling me at base one that you have no oxygen. So
0: Yeah, your your uh base base one on the Tibet side is at sixteen thousand feet above sea wow. level. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh It's exhausting, it's beautiful, Uh, and I'm glad we did it, but, oh, it's a thing. Um, All right, so that is all of the deep productivity questions. Um, The next thing is, of course, we are doing well. We, you know, I have a steady job, my wife's books are selling well, we're doing great we don't actually ask our listeners to give us money. Um, We want our listeners to, instead of giving it to us, give it to people who need it a hell of a lot more than we do. And you were talking about that you actually work for this charity and that it's, and how important it is. Um, Can you, uh, so, so where should our listeners donate their money instead of giving it to us?
2: So we, I've been involved with a charity talk about like, universe directing you in a path because when i left uh-huh. the golf industry i met betsy king hall of famer um the year i left and started to teach golf she happened uh-huh. to be there with lorena at an event and i met her <laughs> and i ended up going to africa in 2007 we went to rwanda Rur- and they had just started this foundation called golf for africa so the foundation now so that's like 15 years um and we've raised over $14 million for um, clean water. So we've partnered with World Vision and um, World Vision helps us get our wells. So a, a well is $15,000, mm-hmm. a water mechanism's $50,000. And we raise funds um, through some through golf events. Like we have a golf event in New York, uh, June 13th, where we have LPGA players coming in. And they, they play with whoever comes and sponsors, or you can do as little as give 50 bucks. And that could, that literally gives water to someone for a lifetime. So, um, there's all different ways you can help. And there doesn't, it could be a dollar. Like we don't, we don't care because our cause is to help people with clean water. And the, what I love about our foundation is the, whoever gets, if they are committed to getting a well, It starts with the well first. They have to prove that they learn the hygiene. Um, So they have six months. The whole community of the town have to to learn hygiene. And then they get the well. And then once a certain number of wells are in a certain community, then they get the water mechanism, which actually helps a lot through schools and hospitals. Oh, yeah. Um, but the biggest thing I see the last time I was there in 2017, just for your listeners, it's like, and this goes back to why I'm passionate. What I do with live your June and mindset is, uh, it doesn't matter what, what you have. You can have everything. You can have nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. there was a woman, her name was purity and she was, uh, she had just showed us her house when, before they had the well, and then they had six months of doing hygiene and she she, they had nothing, no hope, no, you know, like they were all were yeah. ill. And then because she had the hope of mm-hmm. getting this well, her whole life changed. And what she said was, um, her name was Purity. And she said, my, it's not so much the water, my, my mind is clean. And this goes back to, you know, dumping all your stuff on your off out of your head and, mm-hmm. and really getting clear with what. What's the one thing she, all she wanted was water and she started to have excitement about it and her life's changed in the community. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. And um, I cannot emphasize how important uh, clean water is for these communities. Um, It's right up there with mosquito nets, as far as I'm concerned, you know? Um, And uh, I mean, even with the malaria vaccine that has the miracle that is a malaria vaccine, um that is is starting to become available now um mosquito netting and clean water are still two of the biggest can can make such an impact with with what feels like so little Yep. yes i you know for sure for sure all right so where do we find you online where do we find out more so
2: you can find me online liveyourjune.com um i'm also on instagram under live your june or uh wendy Pasilico. um my email is wendy at liveyourjune.com so you could email me if you have any questions about my charity or how anything about mindset um i really work a lot with athletes and corporate and i really want to help uh-huh. people just think better and and shift their thinking so they can do extraordinary things just because uh, you're not Lorena and It does not mean you can't do extraordinary things.
0: Oh no, absolutely. Um, and sometimes the people who are doing the most extraordinary things are people you've never heard of.
2: A hundred percent. I yeah. totally agree. Uh,
0: thank you so much, Wendy. This has been absolutely wonderful. And um, you know, if you want to come back, just, just shoot me an email. Uh, I'd love to have you.
2: Awesome. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks so much, Ken. Right.
0: Yeah. And then for the uh the people at home, we'll be right back after this. And we are back. I, I want to thank Wendy so much for such an amazing interview. It was a great talk. Um, and I, I want to have Wendy back someday. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see what her future endeavors bring. Um, so let's the talk, word. The word. talk about our word for this week. Yes, our word for this week is white slime, no space. Um...
1: In honor of the goop that caused the ceiling. Oh my God! To fall so in. much you
0: would not believe the amount of goop I, that came out of that thing. I mean, it it was it was nasty. Um, so yeah, um, do the do the thing and uh, go yes, to...
1: your badge code, go!
0: go Productivity to, yes.
1: Alchemy, enter it. You can tell neither of us are firing on all thrusters right now, but we will get through this end spot, people. Yes, We're all we will. are in it together.
0: Yes, you can go to ProductivityAlchemy.com, you can type in a white slime and little box that says enter badge code here, and you will get a badge. And you can find out more about the badges and what they do uh, at ProductivityAlchemy.com under the badges menu item. There's a, a how-to, uh, sort of a little talk talk about what badges are. There's actually a place where you can view all of the available badges. There are badges for past episodes. There are some special badges um, that, you know, uh, I've given out codes to multiple places. Um, Actually, if you meet me in person and get one of my Productivity Alchemy cards, it has a badge code on it even uh, for you to claim. To say you met me.
1: (laughs) Yes, the I Met Kevin badge.
0: Yes. Um, so, and everybody's favorite, I also have stickers for the failed badge. Um,
1: everyone loves the fail. Everyone the
0: loves that one so much. You know, I, I, they, they want the, the logo badge and they want the, uh, or the, the logo sticker. And they want the, they want like three of the failed badges. Hound, if you keep so.
1: flipping my elbow up when I'm trying to autograph these sheets, then people will not get autographs they will get a scribble
0: yeah um and yes uh i have talked to some people about other things to do with the badges just for you know giggles and and whatever and we'll, we'll talk about that now that my brain is starting to be able to handle the end of july oh my
1: God. Look, we're Uh, not out of it yet, so let's not... I know, I know. Knock
0: on wood, right? Um, While you're there, though...
1: There are many things you can do on the website. Yes. Uh,
0: One of them is listen to past episodes, and there's some really good stuff back there, Uh, and there's some really good stuff coming up. You can also... um, Show notes. See the show notes and all the links that we talk, or many of the links we talk about in the interviews, occasionally links to things we talk about while we're Blathering here blathering, yeah uh and there's also the support link which will take you to a place where you can support us on ko-fi or support us on patreon and
1: please don't please don't yeah Yeah,
0: we're we're good
1: all is all is well here yeah for the moment other than the fact that you know we're fried and the ceiling fell in yeah i mean it's
0: it's financially we're great it's cool um so instead, what you should do is give your money to um, people who need it way more than we do. And this week we are spotlighting um, Golfer Africa, which was founded by golfer Betsy King to um, bring water to African communities. And I don't mean on trucks, I mean like finding spots to, to uh, build a well... Teaching about, um, you know, the, you know, uh, the sanitation or hygiene around it and doing really good work to make sure people have fucking water, which I think is really important. Like, and, and we've talked in the past about, uh, water sovereignty and,
1: you yes,
0: know, water's a fucking human right. And so anything that can bring more water to more people without causing financial ruin is, uh, you know, really up in my book.
1: In fact, the, the link I promised you guys, I think it was last week. It might've mm-hmm. been the week before it is water protector, org for the, uh, the, uh, yeah, to donate to funds for water protectors who were arrested, uh, uh, protesting pipelines and what. And I,
0: I, I might've linked that, but if I didn't, I'll put it in this week's show notes. Uh. Yeah, that's it for this week. That's everything. Um, so thank you so much for listening as we blather and we recover and our brains start to brain better. Um, yeah. And then uh, we'll be back next week. I have another great interview. Really excited about that one too. Um, so, you know, in the meantime, just, uh, Do your best to stay productive, no matter what that looks like.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. For me, it's going to involve go lay in bed and maybe play some video games.
0: After I'm done editing this, I'm going to go sit with chickens.
1: Yeah. You should try sitting with chickens. I mean, it's really hot and mosquito-y right now. Well, it
0: is mosquito-y right now, so yeah. All right. Well, then balk balk. (laughs)